me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon and welcome to Cafecito with Rosie on air. I am super excited because this is a project that I have been thinking about for so long, but is now a reality. Um, this show is about inspiring ideas and business owners in the area that can help you achieve a thriving and successful and profitable business. My first guest is a friend of mine. We have been uh journeying together since January of this year because we are both now published authors. We both wrote our own books. And then Suzette Phillips is going to tell us a little bit about her story, who she is, where does she live, and everything. Hi, Suzette. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine, fine. Thank you. Thank you very much for your uh, coming to my show. Um, this is all just girlfriends talking uh, with each other and inspiring each other. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Were you born here in Tampa? I am. I'm born and raised from here in Tampa. Um, I moved away for a little bit because I was married to a Navy man. Mm -hmm. And um, when he retired, we moved back here so that I could help take care of my mother because she had mul multiple sclerosis. So, um, and then we decided to stay. So my family's here and um, we love it. We love Florida. I know a lot of people think Tampa, it's the same thing as Miami, Orlando. But what do you think? Do you think that Tampanians, we're a little bit different than everybody else? Oh yes, it's there's a much there's a very big difference between here in Miami or here in Orlando. Um, to me, Tampa seems to be much more spread out. There's a lot of people, but there's a lot of room. And you know, when I visit Miami, I feel like everybody's on top of each other. And the same with Orlando. But of course, I'm biased because I am born and raised here. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What's your favorite place in Tampa? I know everybody has like a little uh, place where we always go back to to kind of center ourselves and, and, and find our way if sometimes with business and stuff you're lost. What's one of your favorite places in Tampa? Well, um, it's not directly in Tampa. It's in the Tampa Bay area and it's Honeymoon Island mm -hmm. because I love the beach. Mm. So being on the beach and listening to the waves and the breeze always centers me quite a bit. Good, good, good. Now, you have a consulting business, right? Yes, ma'am. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, my business is called Mind Your Business Consultant, LLC. And um, I worked for another company for about 14 years and the last seven years of it, I was um, chief of operations. And after about a little bit after 14 years, I just decided, you know, it's time to venture out on my own and to 
do something different. And um, although it's not very different because I did the same thing as chief of operations, but um, is being a consultant for the smaller business. And um, I was, the business that I worked for was a swim school. So I do specialize in swim schools. I speak what they call swim school language, Uh (laughs) but I can help in any business because I am one of these people that I sit back, I watch, I take notes and I don't jump to conclusions. I like to look at everything for the business owner and then sit down with, um, you know, a detailed report and go over everything with them. You know, of course, after I find out what it is that they feel that they're struggling with or they want to make better. Right. Awesome. So you bring them solutions, you know, to find their way and be successful. Correct. Yes, that's awesome. So this is kind of interesting. So the one thing that that is different from everybody else is that you actually your spe- your specialty is on the uh, swimming um, uh, schools. Is that what you were telling me? Yes, I do. I specialize in swim schools. Wow, that's in you know here in Tampa. That's probably one of the things that after COVID is probably going to be on demand. What do you think about that? It is, it is very much still on the demand. I find that some of our schools that are closed in Mm -hmm. are um, struggling just a little bit, but all the outdoor schools seem to be rising, Mm -hmm. you know, and busy because people are so scared of COVID. Although, Honestly, it's it's safe either way because COVID can't, from what I've heard from reports, it doesn't do well with chlorine. Uh-huh. So um, a chlorinated pool does very well. So and the all of the instructors wear facial masks um, in the mm-hmm. pools with their children and whatnot. So they're taking all the precautions that the CDC has put out for them. But um, the what people need to not run from is the swim lessons because it's in such high demand. You need those swim lessons, especially around the Tampa Bay area or or many places that have all the water because even two inches of water can be very dangerous for a child. So, you know, it's just very, they need to not run from it and hide, you know, which some people do. They need to just, okay, let me get my child back into swim school and and get them learning. Right. And then, you know, we are the perfect example for our children, right? They're looking up to us, even though we don't, sometimes we don't think they are, but they are. Well, thank you for that uh, introduction. So one of the things that I talk to people about my show is um, I want to bring ideas to the table. Um, For example, about struggling and how you overcame that struggling in business. Or in the in your life, for example. So, was there something in particular that you struggle with as a business owner, and how you overcame that, or are you still kind of figuring out how to overcome that struggle? I'm actually, honestly, to tell you, still trying to overcome the struggle because I'm what you call a luxury in many people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
they need to spend their money on what's going to keep their business going. And what they don't realize is that um, having a consultant will actually help their business flourish and soar like it should. Mm -hmm. Um, But they consider me a luxury, so they'll just say, well, we have to wait on, on doing that. So I'm still struggling some, but I'm here and I still chat with people and they think, oh my gosh, I, I really need to start saving money to, to see about getting you here. Mm-hmm. And I say, of course, it's not a problem. So it's just still a struggle, but I'm, I'm thinking that I'm getting ready to bypass that. So, but I have faith. It's all going to work out. Go awesome, awesome, and that's what the name of my book. And we're gonna talk about your book in a minute. But then the book Nieke, it's all about Nieke is that inner strength that just continue to keep you going because you have find your purpose. And by finding your purpose, you will persist, persevere, and then you will pivot. And those are the four components of Nieke. But uh, finding your purpose is what will get you for the long run because being a business owner. It's going to take some time, um, but if you get your right message and the right people, you will get in front of your correct customer, the one that will be paying, the, the paying customer, usually the ones that they know you, like you, trust you, and they will do business with you. So it might take you a little bit of time, but you will get there. Just con- continue to stay focused and then uh, keep your nieke within you uh, that only you can, can provide those services. And um, I know we'll be launching our book soon. Um, well, actually, yes, I, I believe it's on the 19th of November of this month. Tell me a little bit about your book. What is it all about and what's the name of it? The name of my book is Get Out of the Corporate Cave, Leadership for the Real World. And it's about, um, it's about people seeing things for what they really are. It's it's hard when you go into a corporate um, surroundings or any business or a family-owned business, whatnot, because you're there and it's um, telling you that, okay, I want you to do this and this and this and this, and you you're like, well, why? And they're like, just just do it. We've always done it that way. So you're seeing things like a shadow on the wall in a cave where it's um, it looks like it's being done for one thing, but it's really being done for another thing. So with my, my book, I give them real-life quandaries and, um, and situations with different kind of solutions to deal with them so I'm opening people's eyes to what they're really seeing and not just what's being told to them and that's what I feel should we all should do awesome so what is your favorite story of your book um can you tell us a little bit more about that well um there's so many stories in, in my book, but um, let's see here. One of the stories is about um, walking into, let's say you, a lot of people want to be spoken to in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So 
if something is being done wrong, you would hope that whoever your leader is would say, hey, Suzette, can you come in here and talk to me for a minute? I, you know, in that kind of situation. And you go in there and your leader will sit there and they'll describe, hey, this is what's going on. You're doing great with this, but we still need you to work on that, you know, and that kind of thing. But too many times I've seen where you're in the middle of the office and somebody, a manager, um, because there's a huge difference between managers and leaders, but the manager will go, Suzette, you did this wrong. Why did you do it? You need to get it fixed. Da, 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 and and we'll yell at them. Mm-hmm. So um, I, what I did is I offered, you know, it's like, so what do you think was wrong with these two you know, what was right and what was wrong with these two conversations. Well, the one that was wrong was done by a manager. That's when you, I would put out there about how it should have been done is that the leader comes out and calls mm-hmm. you into the office and doesn't embarrass you in front of your, um, your team members mm-hmm. or your teammates, and they do it that way. So it's a lot of those types of situations and you learn how to handle it because if somebody started speaking to me in that manner, I would say, excuse me, but can we please talk about this in your office? Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, you go in there, but it all depends on what type of leadership you have. Do you have a leader or do you have a manager? The mm-hmm. two are completely different. Yeah, and I do believe, I mean, that is something that I, I've um, experienced myself. Um, and that is what I call myself an inspirator instead of, you know, instead of, of uh, um, a, a, uh, a, not even a manager, a leader. I, I really understood that I was not a good manager. I was more of a leader. But as a leader, I want inspiring. I want to inspire right. people to be the best. And I think a lot of the corporate jobs are changing where they're investing in their human capital so this human capital can be better leaders and and this will bring asset to society instead of being managers. Because managers sometimes it's just about, you know, not really inspiring. Um, it's just more about, you know, we got to meet these metrics and we have to do this and these are the numbers. And like you said, um, but the reality is you will get more out of people by inspiring to be the best that they can be. Um, also, one of the things that I actually talk in my book a lot, too, is to be able to recognize people in their style. Um, because, like, if I have an introvert and I put him in front of the room to praise him over the great job, that person is probably going to be very embarrassed because they don't like that. Um, right. So as a leader... One of the things is to learn about the personality of the persons of the team that I'm leading. Do you have any any uh, experience or maybe any um, suggestion on that part of how to recognize people? Well, that's um, that's a part of my book as well. Is that you have to be able to notice certain tells about a person where. You can, after talking to somebody, you're going to pretty much know whether they're an introvert or an extrovert, or I'm one of the 
these types of people where I'm actually half intro, half extrovert. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's times where I love being out and about. And then, of course, there's other times that I just like to be by myself. So I'm a half and half type of a person. Um, but uh, you have to be able to see, you have to be more of what I call a chameleon type of a leader. Mm-hmm. So your man, your leadership style needs to be able to change for each person's personality. So because Johnny is an introvert and would not like to be put on the spot out there, but, um, you know, Nina might like to be out there because she loves all the limelight and Uh being recognized. So Uh you have to be able to speak to people when, you know, in the manner that's best going to get through to them. And a good leader is going to be able to see those signs and be able to change their spots on the best man, you know, leadership style to handle the different personalities. Good, good, good. Now, how about mentorship? That's one of the things that I really, uh, um, I'm very, it's near and dear to my heart because I do believe we have to mentor our, uh, the, the, the generation that is coming after that, after us, right? What do you think about yes. me- mentorship? Mentoring is very, very important. The One of the more important things is having the right mentor. So whoever is putting um, the mentee with the mentor needs to know that their styles are going to mesh together. Because mm-hmm. if you put someone who's got more of a management mentality and everything's numbers and black and white, um, it's not going to work for somebody who's going to want to know why, when, where, how come, you know, a lot of these questions, they don't, they don't like, they, they want to know what the reasoning behind it is. And the manager is not going to be one for explaining. They're going to be just, no, it's this way. And that's how it is. No. So we have to make sure that we find the right role models for, Mm -hmm for these up-and-coming leaders because too many times people take the the up-and-coming leaders like um let's say the quote-unquote millennials Uh um so many people have bad things to say about them when in fact these are very smart young men and women that are out there and up and coming and that are going to be our next leaders Uh um so all the difference with them is, is that they actually want to be heard. They want to know you're listening, that what they say means something and has worth to it. So too many times that person in a manager role is going to look and say, they're just, they don't want to listen when in fact, no, you're the one that doesn't want to listen. They just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very aware of those things. I've, I've worked with many, many millennials and, um, I get along with all of them because I sit there and I actually listen to them and I let them know, you know, sounds good. Um, are you looking for advice or suggestions? And they'll say, well, yeah, how, how would you handle it? And I go, well, there's a couple of different ways and I go through my different ways and then they, they have, they go and they go, okay. And then they just, you know, make the suggestions into their, how they would work them. 
Right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, right? Because we all been in this journey. What yes. was the one thing perhaps that you will tell her that you know now that perhaps back then you say, I wish somebody would have told me that. Oh, there's so many things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go back in time and I would tell my, my younger self, you can say no. Mm -hmm. And so many times I've wanted to tell somebody no. And, mm -hmm. but how we were brought up uh -huh. in the age we were brought up, we listened. Like if the manager says jump, we went, okay, how high? Uh -huh. So I would tell myself, you can say no, or you can question them and say, well, why should I jump? And, and why that high? Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's, that's the question. That's the answer. Or I would give my younger self. Good, good, good. Just say no. I think that was so liberating to me when I learned to say no, you know, coming from that, like you yes. say, that generation, that questioning was actually questioning authority or when you said no, that was uh, uh, taking us disrespect and things like that. Um, and now we know, right, that is a good thing that we're, where we ask, no, can you explain that to me a little bit? But yeah, to me, right. saying no many times has free so many it's so liberating because it allows me to do what I commit to 10 times better instead of saying yes to everything and then have a mediocrity mediocrity when it comes to delivering the product so I, I love 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 that um that suggestion to your younger self so tell us where can people find your book my book is actually sold everywhere yeah so you can get it anywhere you purchase books. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, Amazon and then now Publishing USA. Do you have the website of your book by any chance? I do. It's getoutofthecorporatecave.com. And that'll oh. take you right to where if you would like to purchase my book. And my book was um, published through nowscpress.com. Mm -hmm. And they're wonderful. They'll help you in every way with your book. They're just wonderful people there. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Marie and her team are amazing. So tell me they the are. website one more time, please. Getoutofthecorporatecave.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Suzette, I know um, this was a, 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 a great experience for you and I to get to know each other better. We um, will be having our launch on November 19th at the Tampa Club in downtown Tampa. And I really want to thank you so much, Suzette, for your time um, and for everything that you are doing for our community. Continue to have your neke, continue to get involved. And do you have anything else to say to the audience? Just to know that you are your best advocate. You stand up for yourself. So don't be afraid to do that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Suzette. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, for my listeners, that was an amazing uh, experience with my friends who said, I just wanted to let you know 
that you are unique, that you are the only one that can, that, as, that is created for the purpose that you were created. Nobody else can do what you were created to be. And that is part of why I inspire people to find themselves, to find their purpose, because once you have what you created to be and you clear about that, clarity gives you power. Clarity gives you power. And when you know that you're the only one with that purpose, you will continue to persevere. You will continue to persist, persevere, and then you'll be able to pivot to continue to be the best that you can be. So stay pure, stay positive, and stay inspired, my friends. Have a wonderful day. Ciao.